Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. What is up, my doers? Y'all, welcome to the episode that is being written and recorded in quite possibly the most sleepless time of my life. Outside of that time when I took on a seven-day-old baby as a foster parent, or the time I did 21 12-hour shifts in a row. So I'm basically in third place ranking for exhaustion right now. (laughs) Post Thailand and Vietnam. So I'll just answer this in case anyone is wondering. Jet lag is real. It's a real thing. It is taking over my entire body so I can fully confirm its realness. A combination of malaria medications, bodily functions we won't discuss, (laughs) insomnia, and jet lag mixed into a very unkind cocktail that feels like the longest hangover of my life. So... As we recover, I am recording this episode. So if words seem hard today or I'm talking quieter than normal, it's possibly because the sound of my own voice is disturbing or maybe I fell asleep during this. So tap me to wake me up. I mean, seriously, it's laughable, but it's possible. So here we go, my doers and profitable passionistas. I kind of like the ring of that. I might add that into the episodes from now on. So let's talk about niching it down and getting specific up in here. This episode was actually inspired by a friend of mine who's also a VA, And she's in my free SheEO Facebook group. She commented on a post that was, that this was a struggle of hers. And I want to give her a shout out for her voice, her self-empowerment to call out her own BS, her own struggle, and also give her props for being so self-aware as to know what problem she's wrestling with and ready to solve. So, Miss Sarah Khan. Thank you so much for being a part of my community. You can find her at lynchpin.virtual on Instagram as she becomes the most badass, specialized VA who is ready to solve your online entrepreneurial problems and take on your busy work. Head on over, check her out, hire her, and get back to your passionate profit place and leave the rest to her. So let's dive in. Let's nail your niche, girlfriend. But first, let's discuss what is a niche or a niche. Do you want to be fancy or basic? Because I like to mix it up and I like to use both. I'm not even really sure which one's correct. I have no idea how you're supposed to say it, but I like to keep it interesting and say it both ways. So you just never know what's going to come out of my mouth. So a niche, by definition, 
is a specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service. Yeah. Another definition that I liked better was denoting products, services, or interests that appeal to a small, specialized section of the population. But I like to think of it as a basket of moolah. Put your eggs in the basket and suddenly they hatch into some dollar dollar bills, yo. So why do I create that picture in my head? Well, I'll tell ya. Because I know that as Jim Rohn, I think he might have said this, so don't quote me on it. I think he once said, the riches are in the niches. And so I know, after watching and paying attention to those with a niche and those without a niche, that that sentiment is quite true. But I also understand your resistance to it and the counterintuitive nature of it. So our brains do this thing where they believe that narrowing down is like a small dark tunnel riddled with scary objects that could kill you and become very claustrophobic walls that close in and smash you. Why? Good question. Um, FOMO. (laughs) We have an innate An overwhelming fear that if we should exclude everything except the small population of people whose problems we've decided to solve, that we will create an environment where no one wants to buy our service, or worse, we will shove the people to the side who are waiting and ready to empty their pockets into our salivating bank accounts. And though... I totally understand this fear, like I really, really get it. I recognize having gone through it myself. I also know and see what's on the other side of this transformation and this decision. And that, my friend, is focus, clarity, confidence, time freedom, the release of imposter syndrome, the expert entitlement, and a big freaking bank account. Yes, hello, big biz success, welcome to Niche Town. So with that, let's go ahead and dive into the benefits, because if you aren't sold yet, I'm pretty sure this is going to tip you over the edge. Benefit number one, you can collab and promote without feeling like you're giving business away. Because you can collaborate with people who are in other niches that don't necessarily cross over. And because yours is so specific, they don't meld or mesh. You actually get to feed off of each other and provide for each other's courses and clients and customers. So not that you are giving business away anyway, Because those who are drawn to you will always hire you, and those who are drawn to somebody else will always hire somebody else, right? But you can erase this mental drama just by niching down and being able to serve and help in other niches and collaborate with them as well. Benefit number two. You know who you're talking to, and you don't have to constantly deal with clients and customers who aren't your ideal and have new problems you need to figure out and solve. Let me just tell you, girl, 
This is exhausting. If you are someone who's willing to take on just anyone, you are constantly going to have a new client with a new set of problems with a new way of solving it. Let's say you take on a client who's struggling with anxiety. How are you going to help them as opposed to somebody who just went through a breakup? And how are you going to help them as opposed to somebody who wants to start a business? So this is where life coaching can get very draining. You are serving the masses and solving all of the problems. And that is tough. Benefit number three. You only have to create solutions for their very specific pain points, which means one signature course or portal or webinar or funnel is your focus and your priority. Woo! Doesn't that sound so much better than a million things spreading yourself so thin that you have 25 task lists for all of the things that you need to accomplish? I think that sounds like relief to me. Benefit number four, you know where to find them because you know where your specific person hangs out and where to go interact with them because you've watched and you've done the research and you've joined groups that they would be in and that contain them. You're not in a million groups trying to find a million different types of people. You get to really hone in on where your peeps are hanging out. Benefit number five. Quality over quantity. You can give more when you're able to focus more in one area. And what does it feel like to create and put out quality content and show up and coach in the most quality-driven way possible? That feels so much better than showing up to a call, having to do an hour of prep work beforehand because you have a new problem to solve and you're not quite sure how to solve it yet. Whew, it's exhausting. Benefit number six, money. Dollar signs. You can charge more when you're an expert, and it's easier to be an expert in one area than it is to be in more than one area. Period. Point blank. Think about the last person that you hired. Why did you hire them? Was it because they did 55 things and they seemed semi-knowledgeable in all 55? Or was it because they were an expert in the one thing that you needed, the one problem that you needed to have solved? I bet you it was the second option. Now, As you're furiously trying to figure out what to niche down to, because obviously a niche is the way to go now, wink, wink, let me first preface this journey into nailing it with this. The reason you want to have a niche and the mindset behind forming yours is more important than actually having a niche. What? Yeah. But... Alicia, you just said it's the most important thing. And I respond with it. Yes, girl, it is. But if you're choosing a niche only because you believe that you need one, well, girl, that's unaligned in itself. And that doesn't fly in my world. People feel that. They know that. They can sense when you are being authentic and when you're being inauthentic. They know when you're in alignment and when you're out of alignment. 
So I want you to ask yourself these three questions before you get started down the path of niching and into all of the work that that creates. Number one, do I currently have a niche that I'm not recognizing or giving credit to? List out all of the things that you currently do that you currently feel as though you are providing on a daily basis or weekly basis or monthly basis. Number two, what do I believe getting more narrow will do for my business that I'm not already doing or creating? Write it down. Number three, is there another way that I could do exactly that without choosing a niche? Because if there is another way, tell me. I want to know. I want to talk about it. So why do I ask these questions? Well, you see... I've been in your shoes and I have really literally thought that the niche would solve all of my problems like magic fairy pixie dust. And so I chose and then it felt unaligned. And so I rechose and then it felt unaligned again. And so I chose again. And this went on for quite a while until I had pivoted myself into a tizzy and my audience was confused AF. So As to be a good and upstanding member of the coaching world, I want to save you from my mistakes and teach you a better way. You see, if I had never thought I just needed one in the first place, here's how this would have gone instead. I would have called myself a life coach. I would have gone out and met people and offered to help them and given them a place to sign up and get said help period. And then as I did this, I would have figured out who I like to coach and who I don't like to coach. And based on that information, voila, a niche is born. But what happened instead was a mass of confusion and stress and a tangled mess of pivots and wasted spends on programs I didn't need and hair loss I couldn't afford. Because the biggest conundrum I had was the fact that I was shoulding all over myself. I should have a niche, and I don't. So I'll create one so people will stop telling me I should have one, and I'll stop feeling bad about the fact that I don't have one, and I'll make more money because I have one. So instead of doing this, answer these questions I posted beforehand, and I'll post them in the notes below, just in case you missed them, didn't write them down, or you want to check back later. So now lean into these simple sets of questions to begin your journey of creating a niche because you know it's the way to go, not because you should or because you need one, but because it's the next step for you. Number one, what is the greatest hurdle I have personally overcome? Number two, What do I consider to be my greatest transformation? Number three, what do I feel most confident teaching or creating right now? Number four, 
what would I feel most aligned in charging someone for right now? Because that has to feel good too, right? Making the money should not feel bad and knowing you love what you do and that it's true to who you are and what you've overcome creates the confidence in charging for it. So from there, if a niche isn't created in those questions, if it doesn't instantaneously pop into your brain, it it doesn't just fly off, I invite you to grab my niche workbook. It is the best $7, yes, I said just $7, you will ever spend. And it's the only workbook you will ever need to nail your niche. It's literally the best thing I've ever done, and hell, it's $7. (laughs) I'll drop the link in the show notes below for it, and you can grab that and get started. The only thing I ask is that after you're done with it and you've decided on your zone of genius, your passionate, profitable place, or your niche, that you hop on over to my Instagram at coach underscore Alicia Lee, that's A-L-I-C-I-A-L-E-I-G-H, and let me know which section worked best for you and what you decided on. Because there are multiple sections because different people learn differently and I catered to all learning styles. So this is my very favorite part of what I do. I love hearing how it worked for you and the success that you're going to have going forward. It's why I do what I do and why I create what I create. So please don't miss that step. Check back in and let me know how it affected you, how it helped you, and what you decided to do going forward because, girl, I want to cheer you on. So with that, I am off to hopefully get some sleep tonight coach some clients, help them go bigger, make bank, and live freer. Because girl, that's my niche. I help online entrepreneurs create the confidence and strategy to show up bigger and make more moolah. Until next time, y'all, keep doing my darlings and dears. Bye-bye for now. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.